everybody. So, and in, are we sound checked? Yeah, you're you're just gonna go. Hey, everybody. Yeah, we are. Those of you watching online, welcome to this week's episode of the Get Your Geek On podcast. As always, we are your hosts, Chuck Watts, Robert Dilks, and Anthony Arsenio. And coming to you for the week of September 29th, 2017. And continuing in our ongoing series of Get Your Geek On interviews, we are bringing in another great guest for you. Anthony was kind enough to get us this one. So, Anthony, I'm gonna let you take it away. We are here today with Josh Galinsky, the Senior Systems Designer for WB Games DC Legends. Say hi, Josh. How's it going, guys? How you doing? Thanks for coming on the show, Josh. Pleasure to have you. Uh, know that Anthony and you have a little bit of a past, I hear. Tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> so we... Yeah, actually, uh, Anthony and I were... Uh... Oh, you go ahead. No, no, please. I was just going to say, like, we were roommates in college, so mm-hmm. that was pretty sweet. Had a... Uh fair number of drunken memories so uh i remember i had this awful roommate and his roommate had moved out so while my awful roommate was away at class we took all of his stuff out of my room and moved all of josh's stuff in so when the kid came back josh was already moved in and he just took his stuff upstairs (laughs) yeah gotta love that here so now, uh, Josh, we pleasure to have you on the show here. We understand that you do some work on the DC Legends game, which a lot of our fans are, are big, big players of. Uh, so we want to get into that a little bit. Anthony's going to be moderating our interview here since you guys have a little bit of a history. So, Anthony, I'm going to let you get started with this. Sure. Right the bat here. Joshua, how did so, you get your start in the gaming industry? Uh, well, I kind of just fell into it, sort of. I mean, when we were going to school together, I was actually going for animation. Because uh, that's what they offered there. But when I left uh, New England Institute of Art, I went came back to San Francisco and uh, went back to school for game design. And so, long story short, like ended up doing a senior project and showed that off to a couple of studios. And they basically hired our whole team to start making games. And that was very early on the whole Facebook uh, games thing. So after that, did a couple of years there, and then like I had a buddy working at LucasArts who was just like, hey, you want a gig over here? <laughs> Pick that up. And like been at a couple other studios since then, and then eventually landed here at Warner Brothers. That's awesome. That's like a dream job. Oh, yeah. I mean, having to be able to work on Star Wars in the past... And now DC stuff, it's like a dream come true. So how did you get chosen to work on DC Legends then? Uh, Well, I was actually here working on a different project at first. And then for whatever reason, the stars aligned and I basically got put on here. They may have like seen the Batman tattoo. So and they just knew that may have had something to do with it. That's awesome. Um, so let me ask you a question. Tell us a little about about DC Legends and what sort of work did you do in the game? So in layman's terms, for the casual viewer that may not be too familiar with the game, give us a brief elevator pitch. Sure. Uh, DC Legends is basically a mobile RPG. You do a lot of work collecting the characters. So we have like all sorts of the DC heroes. We still have some we want to get in there, which we'll get to in a little bit. But I mean, we have Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and actually, uh, as of today's update for the game, um, and they go unlock in a couple of days, will be Scarecrow and Enchantress. That's awesome. Scarecrow, um, so, yeah. yeah. It's a great Halloween pull. 
Oh yeah. I mean, I was pushing pretty hard for him and I'm really happy we ended up getting him in the game. Uh, so what I do on the game is a little bit of everything. What a game designer really does is we come up with the core concept for like everything that goes in the game, be it gameplay modes, missions, the battles themselves, and like the characters. So we come up with what they are at their kit level. And what I mean by kit is like what their moves are, what their stats are, and we try to do the best that we can to match the kids to who these heroes are. All these heroes have such an amazing legacy that we can really kind of tap into all that history and like create really interesting kits that hopefully really convey what that character is supposed to be all about. Now, that's one of the great things I love about this game is that DC has this wide breadth of characters. I mean, there's so many to choose from in this online world where you have this multiplayer interface. There's so many characters to work with, but I know that you have to have one that's your absolute favorite. So tell us a little bit about that. And whether it's one you've worked on or not, I know there's got to be somebody that, that appeals to the, the inner nerd inside you. Well, I mean, the one I was campaigning to get in the most, and I actually got to work on him, was Lobo. So we got him in there last month, and uh, people liked him quite a bit. Um, I mean, we really just looked at what Lobo was as a character. He's abrasive. You can't kill the goddamn guy. Um, so, I mean, that we kind of use that as the base level for his kit, where really he's all about reviving and being kind of a jerk. He's going to be taunting all the time, and he just wants you to come at him. He just wants to fight. Yeah, he's very frustrating to go up against in the PvP rounds. He oh, is. You just oh. can't kill the guy. Yeah, no, there's a, there's a couple of characters in PvP, especially when you get the legendary that are a real pain in the butt in PvP. <laughs> Huge pain in the butt. Absolutely. Um, is there any characters that you would like to see put in? All right, so I got a couple I'm working to try to get on this list. Um... I really want Booster. I mean, I think we all want to see Booster eventually. Of course. <laughs> but, uh, you guys in Booster Gold, like, this might as well just be, like, sponsored by Booster Gold at this point. Anthony, I swear to God, has got to be the biggest Booster Gold fan on the planet. Is. Pretty much every week I bring him into this podcast somewhere. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. I want to get him in there. I don't know where he's going to fit, but we're going to find a way eventually. <laughs> um, another one I really want to see is John Constantine. Really? Okay. I would love to get him in there. Uh, we got a lot of, like, the, I'll call them the tights superheroes. We don't have enough of the plainclothes superheroes. Mm. Um, we could definitely get Constantine in there at some point, and I think we could do really interesting things with this kid. Um, if I had to pick one other character, Two-Face. Interesting. Ooh, okay. Good choices. Now, do you have any say in the uh, character additions? I, mean, I like, can to an extent. Like, I can make cases for characters about how they would fit into the meta, which is to say, like, which character types do we need in the game? Mm-hmm. So who was... Um, what? I'm going to ask, as, cause yeah. I'm, as I'm going to fanboy out, whose idea was it to put Livewire in the game? Because that is one of my favorite characters. Uh, when you guys... Literally, when you put her in, I was like, take my money, please. Yeah. Um, actually, Livewire came down from DC. Oh, really? They wanted to see her in there because she's, she's been getting a little bit of traction from the Supergirl show. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
So we had another couple of characters slotted in there for that spot. Um, characters I can't talk about just yet because they're, they will be going in in a couple of months, but Livewire came down the pipes to be like, Hey, we want you to do this. And she actually got put on my plate. I was just like, okay, how do we do a lightning character? How do we kind of like make her interesting and fun? So we came up with the idea of making her very much about, you have a cadence with how you want to play. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure you're boosting her up. You want to like get those evasion stacks and those intelligence stacks on her. Mm-hmm. And then like let her just kind of cut loose and do a crap ton of damage. Oh, and she does. Oh, yeah. He oh, does. does. Now, those of you that are watching on Facebook as well, obviously, if you have any questions for Josh, feel free to sound off in the comments. We'll get those to you. But, Josh, you know, outside of these character additions, do you see any real planned expansions coming with the game? Is there anything new that we can expect that you can talk about? There absolutely are plans. I cannot talk about them yet. Fair enough. Um, we got a couple of big things, though, that should really address some of the core concerns people have. Um, and especially for those elder players out there who have a ton of character shards or even more than they can actually do anything with, that will be addressed. Ooh. So don't worry to seeing those. Now, I understand with DC, those snipers are watching you at all times. So of course, there's some things that we can't talk about. But uh, now, Anthony, I know that you play this game a lot, so talk about the competition factor. Yeah, uh, do you think that you guys are competing with other DC mobile IP games or like Injustice or things like that or any with Marvel? Well, I mean, to an extent, all mobile games are always in direct competition with everything. The interesting thing about mobile is it's free. Yeah. Or 90% of it is anyways. So you're always competing for people's time. Um, So, yes, we are competing with Injustice to an extent. We're also competing with Marvel Future Fight and Contest of Champions and all those games out there. What we want to do is make sure we're delivering the best experience for DC characters, making sure we're giving you characters that you care about, that you want to play with, and also just making sure we're giving you guys the features that you want. Mm. Okay. So what other IPs would you like to work on? Uh, That's a tough one. I mean... Batman's like my all-time favorite everything. Um, so I'd love to do just a solo Batman game eventually. Mm. Like the Arkham games that came out. Like if I ever got a chance to work on one of those things, like I'd do that in a heartbeat. Um, but I do get to do some Batman stuff with this game. So mm-hmm. let's not do that one. I've already done Star Wars a little bit. Um, Back to the Future. Oh, Okay. I don't know if I would ever get to make a Back to the Future game, but I would have a hell of a lot of fun making one. Now, Back to the Future, you did mention working on uh, Star Wars, so just, you know, uh, taking it a little bit that way, uh, what was it like working for LucasArts? I mean, the elimination of LucasArts, it's a bad move on Disney's part, I personally feel, but I mean, talk about that as a creative standpoint. What were your thoughts on that, and what was your experience like? That sucked. Um, Full stop, like, that was just shit. Um, But that's the industry. Like, Disney kind of got out of the games business. Mm. They kind of looked to EA to kind of take over shepherding all the Star Wars stuff. And from a business standpoint, I can see why that makes sense. Like, LucasArts, it wasn't quite the same company it once was at Mm. the end of everything. We were trying to get back there, Mm -hmm. but it it had fallen quite a bit from, like, the golden age. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
like what you consider like the old point and click LucasArts adventure games. Yeah. Secret and of Monkey Island. Like, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Like I love Monkey Dead Island. Tentacle, Grim Fandango, Full Throttle. Like those games were amazing. And then you also had like the Jedi Knight games. Yeah. And like all the old classic Rogue Squadron games. Or the Knights like, of the Old Republic games. No, I mean, KOTOR was fantastic. Those were actually Bioware, though. We didn't do oh. those in-house. Um, so Bioware had kind of done all that stuff. I'd hope to God we see KOTOR 3 one day, because I would play... I would even just settle for, like, a remake, an HD remake of the first two games. I would still play the hell out of that. Oh. I need to, like, hear, hear some more meatbags. <laughs> um, so, do you... Uh, do you have any creator-owned works that you've worked on in the past, or do you have any upcoming projects that you're working on with things that you own or have created? I am writing a novel, but that's in very, very early states. A novel you've been working on? Working on for about three years? Nice. <laughs> it, it's, yeah, it's, it's, can't really talk about it too much, other than, like, it's a detective story, and it's kind of, like, near-future, um, but yeah, that's very early on. Um, I did a bunch of like random animation shit when we were in college. I still look at that stuff time, like the whole Zamatilla stuff. But uh, not really going a lot with that. Um, but yeah, in terms of comic books, I'm pretty much all DC these days. Nice. Mm. Way to go. Yeah. yeah. We're, a D- we're a DC heavy show here. We are a so pro DC podcast. Okay, so who are your top five favorite comic book characters? The world is ending, my friend. You have to assemble five of them. I don't want to hear this old debate time. I want five hardcore yep. A-list members. Go, my friend. Batman is undoubtedly number one. One. I mean, Already wrong. He has to be there. <laughs> um, second one, we're going to go with... There's no time for thought. The world is ending, man. Tim Drake. Oh, yeah. Um, he's the only one who could kind of kind of meet Batman's level in terms of, like, just detective and being prepared for what the hell's coming down the pipes. Uh, I'll give Marvel a little bit of love here where I pick Thor Odinson. Mm. Uh, no, Thor yeah. Odinson. Oh, I definitely no, thought you were going to say Hulk. Odinson is oh, a little bit different. It's... It's got to be Odinson, especially his like recent run with like Unworthy Thor, which is fantastic. Um, Thor, I think, has a lot of untapped potential still as a character. Um, also, he's a goddamn powerhouse. So oh, yeah. we got kind of some of that stuff figured out there. Um, fourth, we're going to take John Constantine. Nice, get that magic in there. Yep. Yeah, be able to handle all the supernatural threats and whatnot. And for our last member... Let's go with Kyle Rayner. There it is. If you didn't pick a lantern, I was going to cut this interview short. I mean, when you have the ability to do anything, (laughs) why wouldn't you want that on your team? That's a a quality. Omega Men was really good. Uh, He had the White Lantern stuff going. He's back to being a Green Lantern now. But, I mean, I wouldn't normally go with Hal, but Kyle has more untapped potential. Mm. You know, and Ethan, I'm sure, if watching, will appreciate that love considering that he drew Kyle back. In his if you were uh, inducted into a color lantern core, which one do you think you'd fit in well with? 
That's a tough one. Question is, are you a dick? <laughs> <laughs> that is a good question. Um, possibly Sinestro Corps. <laughs> Whoa! Boom, my friend. I'm rocking the Bat Jeepster made Sinestro Corps ring. Loving it. <laughs> Great stuff there. Um, now, yeah. uh, Josh, we absolutely love the work that you guys are doing with the game, and uh, we want to make sure that people can find it. So, obviously, if you guys haven't checked out DC, check it out. It's an incredible, incredible game. But uh, tell us a little bit about some other mobile games that you guys may want our listeners to know, and then also just give us a quick little bit about where they can find you, how they can follow you, if you've got any info online. This is your chance to just, you know, get, here's your 30-second plug to Nerd Herder fans. Sure thing. I mean, obviously, check out DC Legends. We're doing a lot of work there. Another game that Warner Brothers just put out, uh, I don't know if you guys are following Shadow of War, like the new Ooh, uh, yes. game. So I the mobile game version just came out, as well as like the uh, the brand new one. Uh, that game looks really cool. Um, i trying to think what else. Um, I'm so fucking playing Cookie Clicker. Cookie Clicker? Wow. What is Cookie Clicker? That is a weird game to plug, but uh, it's basically like just type in Cookie Clicker on mobile, uh, or not on mobile, on your like browsers and whatnot, and you're just going to sit there and click a cookie for goddamn days. <laughs> it, it's the stupidest game. Are you looking it up? But yeah, I'm looking it up. I have lost more time to that game than like I really should have. Also, I'm just playing the crap out of Destiny 2 these days. Oh, oh, yes, that, that, that game has sucked my life away. Um, oh, me too. I just completed the raid. Like, it was like just before reset. I was like, I'm going to do it. Callus is going to die <laughs> six hours later. <laughs> oh, one, one more thing. Could you, uh, is there anything that we should know or be prepared on to get a leg up when we're playing as Scarecrow? Um, Scarecrow's going to be a dick. Uh, that is the, not the official announcement for him, but, um, <laughs> breaking news. You heard Scarecrow's it here. a dick. You heard it here first, people. Um, so Scarecrow's whole deal is about dealing with hit chance down, which is to say he's going to make the enemies miss a lot of attacks. So you're going to want to focus on characters who can't miss. You're going to want to focus on characters who give hit chance up. So look, Dr. Fate's going to do a little bit of that now. Uh, Deadshot's going to be really nice to have. Cyborg's going to be really nice to use. Terra, all those characters have like much greater chances of hitting their enemies. So if you're fighting Scarecrow, do that. If you're playing with Scarecrow on your team, you'll be having a live wire pairs very well with him. Mm. Uh, so will Harley Quinn, uh, and so will Siren and Batman Cape Crusader. All okay. those characters have the potential to evade, and that combined with Scarecrow's hit chance down will create for some very nasty combos. And what can we expect from Enchantress? Um, she's really about healing and like making healing a more viable part of the game. She's introducing uh, this concept called overheal. Mm. Um, so we can actually, it's almost like shields in the game work right now, Sure. but you just have a HP bar that can go kind of double of what it normally could go. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. It's like, yeah, because, I mean, right now your healers in the game are really uh, Zatanna and... Poison Mi Ivy? No, well, Poison Ivy, but Poison Mira. Mira is also one of those kind of healing characters. Mira's really good at that. Uh, Raven's an okay healer. Um... But really, Zatanna was the 
Bella the ball when it came to healing. Yeah. Enchantress is kind of meant to say, okay, Zatanna, you've had your time in the sun. I'm here to take over. Nice. Okay. So tell us just, uh, before we get you out of here, Josh, first of all, I just want to thank you for coming on the show. Absolutely Thanks a pleasure having. to have you and talk about the game. But uh, just tell our fans where we can uh, find you and follow you online. Um, I don't really use Twitter that much, but... Um, not on, online? Um, it's not that so much. It's just anything I say, I'm not so sure everyone else wants to read. <laughs> <laughs> not a problem. Well, Josh, I want to um, thank you uh, absolutely for coming on the show. Anthony, any final words here? I love you, Josh. It's been really good to talk to you. Robert? Love you, no, too. De- definitely love this game. I, I downloaded it by I Not to say I downloaded it by accident, but not too long after we started this podcast, I started playing it, and it has basically been sucking up my 8 o'clock. Eight, my 8 o'clock when the reset happens, was like, okay, let's go back in. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to wrap things. Guys, I'll go right I was going to say, did you guys... Any requests for characters, shoot them off now, and I'll pass those on. Any oh. lanterns. Oh. Um, I want to get Larflees. I will try to get Larflees. Oh, Larflees would be awesome. I said Phantom because he could copy the powers of others. I would like Atrocitus as well would be nice. Um, let me go. I'm going to go. If you can get Red Hood in there, that would be awesome. Red Hood. Ooh, yeah. Red He's Hood. like the only one that's missing from the core Bat family. Mm-hmm. That Bat family. Like, you have, yeah, you need, if you can get the Red Hood in there, that would be awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, Josh, thank you very much for joining us on the podcast. It's been a true pleasure to have you. So for this week's part of the Get Your Geek Up podcast, this interview portion, that's going to wrap things up. We want to thank Josh for joining us. So for this one, Josh Krasinski, guys, give him a round of applause. Thank you for joining us on the show. Now, for those of us that are still watching or those that are about to join us now, we'll be back momentarily with the news portion and the giveaway portion of Get Your Geek On. So bear with us for about one second here if you're watching online. We just got to shut down the Skype portion, and we'll be right back. <laughs> so, love that. so welcome back to the Get Your Geek On podcast, part two, the meat of the show, where we go over the weekly geekly news, taking a look at some of the greatest headlines, trailer talk, you name it, and in the process doing some great giveaways as we do every week here so i want you guys to share this link get it going this is the meat of the show the interview is over the more people we get in here the more cool stuff we can do so i want to start things True. off as we do every week with some trailer talk new movie trailers dropping this week couple impressive couple not so much start off with tomb raider now did you guys all get to see this one i did watch it yes so what are your overall thoughts really for me it was just like did we really need this okay so i don't know if you've played the game the original uh the tomb raider that came out oh, no, no, well, the old there was a recent one that came out probably about four years ago. There's two games, two games, and there's so the and the re, the more recent one, but this is going to be based sort of off of the re, like re the reboot, the yeah. reboot of the game, re-imagining. the reimagining. Uh, the game's incredible. incredible. The great, no, like like both of them. It's like it is a sin. No, 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 no. Like really, this is if they had put this amount of writing into the original films. It would have been awesome. They would have been awesome. The thing that we're, made the we're talking about a video game. The thing that made uh, no. the thing that made the two newer Tomb Raider games great was the story no. and the voice acting. Like it was perfect. Well, yeah. I mean, we're talking about a movie here. Sound off in the comments below, guys, what you guys think. Does this break the video game curse? That's always going to be the question. Everyone thought no, it was no, it, no, it, it, it's so. never going to break the video game curse at all. I, I just it's not. It, that's it's basically a shit movie then. No, we it's, all thought it, Assassin's Creed was going to be like yeah. this big movie that was going to do it. And Tomb Raider, we've seen it twice already before. And if Angelina Jolie couldn't do it, there's no. But name. if you again, if you go and look at the original story, my hope is that they stick to the reboot story because 
Uh, one of the things that kind of made hashtag feminism. Hashtag feminism. One of the things that made this game good was the fact that um, in the old games, like she never got hurt, and she was always like James. She was like the female James Bond. Like, I feel like that's what they're trying to do. It's like females well, in the newer no, games, the newer she, games gets like, she gets wrecked. Yeah, it's like it is. You know, it's by it's, the end of the game, you're like. Holding your, your arm, arm and it's like she's she's wounded. It's like you you understand the process of what it took for her to become Laura Croft, and it's the same way in the first in the in the remake and the boot and the reboot after that or the the, the sequel after that. And I'm looking forward to it because I do like Alicia Vicklander, but um, do you see the poster? It's terrible. Uh, yeah. The poster is just, bad. Well, really when I bad. saw it, I just heard Pat and I was holding my head like from the director of me and the producer <laughs> of who comes. <laughs> <laughs> like just thrown together but i don't know definitely not i'm hoping that the 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 movie just looks that way because of the trailer yeah it's terrible to me but uh because it is a terribly cut trailer. a second trailer that we got that actually kind of turned my mind around a little bit was the second jumanji trailer i still remain forever this is hashtag not my jumanji this, <laughs> this looks like a great family adventure movie looks funny but it's not jumanji I love how they tried to make it seem like the board game find like what what was the, like, the Jeff Goldblum like the board game uh uh uh, uh finds a way like that's <laughs> the whole point of this trailer now it's a video game I love the idea of the characters in the movie it looks funny doesn't that but it's not Jumanji and they're gonna say oh we're honoring Robin Williams character somehow I I'd love to see how that's gonna happen but it did look kind of funny there was some trailers in this one but first of all friend of the show William Tukarski is the guy that gives Kevin Hart the uh, bread at the end he's on not uh, your pretty face. So really funny to see that, but I mean, what are your overall thoughts on this trailer? I love the Kevin Hart when he eats the cake. Like, am I still black? I mean, it has a great cast. It's yeah. got a great cast. It's it looks like it's going to be a fun Christmas family movie, but I don't, it's not Jumanji. But it's still starring Fast and Furious breakout star The Rock. Yeah, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorites. I love it, it, it's yeah, you get many faces. I like Rock when he does comedy. I think oh, he's it's, great. It's he's got like, the face for it. He's got like and him and Kevin Hart work together well, really, really well. Really well. And I and I think that's one of the things where you saw like you saw it in like Central Intelligence, and then they uh, the fact that they're doing a second movie it shows that there's some form of chemistry there. And I've always been looking for some way to get uh, nice to see Jack Black back in kind of doing movies again. I love it. No, right? I like can't even with this face. And then Karen Gillan. I've always looked for that something where Karen Gillan has a way to kind of break out. And you know she's it's my dream girl. That's my hall pass. You're all a back. Scottish redhead. That's it for me. That's like in the hottest woman skin. A Scottish redhead. Oh, that's uh, from that's Paisley. As as it goes. <laughs> you can't beat it. There is no more prime example than that. Uh, another trailer, the one that I absolutely love that came out this week was The Punisher. Yeah, that yeah, it's awesome. That looks really, really good. It looks like they're going hard R, just straight to the point with that. Yeah, it looks super like uh, Garth Ennisy. So it's got he's got like the giant chain gun yep. and everything that's just great it, i mean it looks like it's going to be one of the more faithful to the comics as far as the netflix shows go yeah he's so. been on things it's like he's been on shows doing the talk show circuit and it's like don't mess this up yeah he's like, like i'm going method with it like you I, know I'm it's like people are like, always the punisher man it's like don't 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 mess this up like he's one of the darkest characters that marvel has that is consistently dark there's no camp to this guy at all He's just a stone cold killer, and so I've liked what he did in Daredevil season two. Um, I would have loved to see more of him, and I'm glad he's got his own series to kind of kick that off. Sweet. And now, Robert, you got the first giveaway of the week, and okay. it is a sweet issue. 
Armor Wars. Armor Wars number one from the Secret Wars run that Marvel did a couple months back. This is Robert's question, folks. So, so whatever he wants, man, sound off in the comments with your answers to win. What planet does the Mandarin rings, the Mandarin's rings, come from? Boom. What planet? Planet of origin for the rings of the Mandarin. <laughs> the and Mandarin's rings come from what planet? Does the Mandarin's rings come from? First correct answer in the comments. We'll get those. And as always, your prizes ship out every Saturday, courtesy of Nerd Herder. So moving on into our quick hits news segment, just where we round up the weekly news for you so that you don't have to scour the webs. First of all, the breaking news today out of D.C. was that they're scrapping continuity. Basically, all they're doing is they're going the Wonder Woman route where their movies aren't going to as heavily influence each other as the Marvel movies do. And they're making these huge news stories out of it. Like, it's this big deal. Wonder Woman did it already. Like, we saw it. They acknowledge that the other movies exist, but then it's a self-contained story. What is the problem with that? Like they said, coming up, their example was Aquaman. Do you really want the events of Aquaman to affect everything that's going to happen in the future movies? No. No. I, I could really care less about it. I thought the bigger news was the fact that they confirmed Wonder Woman for Flashpoint. Like, I thought that's the great news there, because that means that they're going to do the Aquaman-Wonder Woman war. Like, you know they're going to do Flashpoint the right way. There's no other reason for her to be in that movie. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Well, well I mean... I hope... Because I, I... You, like, I really want to see that. I really, really want to see that. Uh, I think that the Flashpoint's your chance to just go crazy. Like, you get your characters however you want to do it, because then it's just an instant reset button at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. That's, like, like your, that's your, your chance for Jackson Pollock. Just... Go for it. Just Literally, there's going to be blood everywhere. Yeah, so, I love it. <laughs> I hope so. And you, and you just get a good reverse flash. That's all I care about. Uh, quick hits news. Rick and Morty, no-brainer that it was renewed for a season four. But uh, really weird with the renewal. So they renewed it for 14 episodes, which this one was originally supposed to be, but the animation got held up. So they're actually switching it to a new company, but it's a 14-episode season with a five-episode option order. So huh. halfway through the season, they can choose to add on another five. So basically, it's like trend setting for TV contracts. Mm. There's never been a contract like this for before. It, it, yeah. So because of you guys, I started watching Rick and Morty, and uh, wow, there's deep cut in that. It's like right? there is like super deep cuts. And if you do not follow, then also, good job, continuity director. How they keep up with this stuff and the little Easter eggs it's that they insane. throw in this game. Oh my goodness! Like I, I know you're probably not current yet, but like Evil Morty, like well, no, I I, I, I was so like I, on Hulu, I was up to season two, and I haven't caught up with this re- recent season. My roommate watches it religiously, and so it's one of those things you where, have to see just the pickle Rick. Rick episode the, the, the pickle Rick is yeah. I mean, like the psychology behind it, even wow, wow. It, like that's what I'm saying. It, it's such have a you, cerebral uh, show. Have you checked out the ga- the mobile game Pocket Morty's? No. So it's it's your Rick and Morty, and you're it's a Pokemon style game. So it's top down, and it's basically you're playing Pokemon. You have to run around and catch Mortys Morty. from other dimensions. So there's just a multiverse full of different Mortys, and your goal is to catch them all mm-hmm. and train them to fight because it's like a mm-hmm. like the fighting style is very similar to that RPG style from Pokemon excited that Robert's actually watching that show, but it's excited to see what they're going to be doing with that season. Now, going to some news that nobody cares about, Avatar 2 started filming today, which means that Avatar 3, 4, and 5 also started filming today. Do you care even a little bit? Nope. That's the silence, and we're going to move so far past that (laughs) that we're going to jump right into the next giveaway, which is Anthony's for part one. Anthony's got a couple of books to give away this week. 
question. <laughs> he doesn't have a question. I don't but have a question. Just your favorite iteration of anything. Oh, you know what? Uh, we talked about this, I think, two weeks ago. My question is, who is the child of Booster Gold? Boom! There it is. For Batman vs. Superman number one from the New 52, a dope variant cover. Tell yeah, us, who a is nice the child Lee. of Booster Gold? Maury Povich wants to know... And the DNA test says that the father you is. Are. But moving on, we also got Legion Season 2, which started filming. And that is absolutely incredible news because anybody that's watched that show knows how great it is. Really, really excited for that one. But a show that may not be on your radar that I was so happy got renewed because I was worried or not. People of Earth on TBS. Have you guys gotten a chance? The alien one. The alien one. Uh, It is hilarious. I love the guy Ken Hall that plays the little gray alien. His character, Jeff, is... I haven't even heard of it. ...is insane. It's uh, basically this group of people that believe they've been abducted by aliens. It turns out they have. And it's like half the show is them like doing their group and stuff like that. The other half is the aliens on it. It is so funny. And I'm so happy that just wrapped up season two, got renewed. Really excited for that one, so definitely check that one out. I have the DVDs coming in the mail this week, so I'll let you guys check it out if you want. Uh, but in that Alien news, we did get news today that a Men in Black spinoff has been announced for 2019. Don't have high hopes for that, though, because we heard for the past couple of years about the Jump Street Men in Black crossover. That never happened. This spinoff, it's not going to be Tommy Lee Jones and Men, or Will Smith. So who let it die. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Men in Black 3 ended so beautifully and like so poetically the way that it came full circle with the whole Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith character. So we'll see how it goes with that. So, guys, I know that you're watching here. Tell us what you guys think about Men in Black. We have an answer about the Mandarin's rings. We do have an answer about the rings. Leonard Maclew. Yes, you are correct. Louis. 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 You are just going to be racking up prizes every week, dude. I see how this is going to happen. Okay, okay. Now, we also did get a release date. It Chapter 2 will be here in No Surprise, a mere... 21 months from now. Uh, rumor is Jessica Chastain has been cast as the adult version of Beb and Seth Green is in the running to play one of the characters. Really? Well. Yeah, which I really... Apparently, he's going to be the kid that stays and works at the library. The huh. actually remembers Pennywise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, because I hate clowns, so I don't really care about <laughs> that movie at all. And I'm going to move right by into some sad news today from a sad, sad girl. Apparently, the Charlie's Angels reboot that's being made yet again has found its lead in Kristen Stewart. The sad girl's going to bring her cold, emotionless eyes to the Charlie's Angels franchise. God, really? She can't do comedy. She can't do acting, let alone anything else. No, she's pretty terrible. So, okay... I how are they gonna do? The, yeah, see, the, see, how are they gonna do this? Because I actually like the reboot with uh, Drew Barrymore and Lucy Liu, Lucy yeah. Liu and and Cameron Diaz, and I thought both of those were really, really and Sam Rockwell, right? Sam Rock and Bill Sam, Murray. Sam Rockwell, Bill Murray. Uh, that made Demi Moore's like rebirth of her career. Um, yeah, use that one because this one is not. Uh, in terms of that, I don't know why that's not showing up, but we'll like a rock here. Hey, Avatar. Right. So just so you know, Alan, it was Avatar 2 that started filming. Avatar 2. 
the, the he was asking one. if it was the last the, yeah, airbender the yeah. i wish they would make an avatar the last airbender too <laughs> no 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 you say what you want i like that movie no, no, I like that movie. no, no. Like, by the Just, way at this point i'm up to fast and the furious six so okay. in our ever going nice. challenge here fast do you like it yet i don't like it what what oh, man. Okay. but six is awesome it, it's six i will give you that six is by far the best one of the series and then that's where they get better and that's where it's like okay, but that's like saying like it's still diamond covered turd like <laughs> by any means it's still yeah. turd yeah, but, but yeah i'm up to that diamonds so are forever really Chuck. excited news that was announced today october 28th we are going to be getting a david s pumpkins animated halloween special on nbc that's i love any that. questions <laughs> i love it i thought it was so corny that it was great i love that they brought him back as david s pimpkins and the music video they gave him the like and the fact that it's gonna be animated i think it's hilarious i've yeah, the never greatest, heard of what is it bell pumpkin david, david, david s. S. Pumpkins. it was just a corny snl sketch about a haunted elevator and all he did was have these two dudes in skeleton suits so you have to explain it because you've never seen it so if you haven't seen it go look at snl it is tom hanks and it's like it is the funniest thing any, really? any, quest, any questions and the whole point is again continuity was like it was it was the episode with the rock where they were having this rap battle and they brought him back and it's like david pumpkin david pumpkin it's yes any questions and he's dressed like a pimp it was the best thing <laughs> ever it really was and it was not meant to be it was meant to be like one of those fill time sketches mm -hmm. and yeah. it turned out to be it sold out a halloween costume yeah, instantly absolutely incredible are they getting uh hanks back for it? yeah yeah he's the animated yeah. voice and then uh, they got you know, chris parnell and a couple other people that's but awesome yeah. snl's just been killing it lately man so i'm really excited to see what they're going to be doing with that uh, moving on here, we got a, another true story coming out of the uh, Star Trek Discovery, the terrible show that premiered on Sunday night, has become the most pirated TV show in history. In a mere 72 hours. I honestly haven't heard a single bad thing about it. I've heard nothing but bad things about really? it. I heard that they're dropping F-bombs. They completely did away with all the Roddenberry rules. Like It's just not Star Trek. I've heard, and I can vouch for it, that the Orville is much better. I am loving the Orville, the Seth MacFarlane version. <sighs> just not a big Seth MacFarlane fan. But I thought it was just going to be like this ridiculous parody, but it's actually more, it's a more of a Star Trek show than I've seen in a long time. It's actually really good. It balances the comedy. It's, it's a really good show. I'd give it a shot. Like, the second episode was, like, super controversial. It was about, like, giving a baby a sex change and stuff like that because growing up in this civilization as a female would be, like, a disability. It, it was, like, really, really good stuff, but the writing is absolutely incredible, and they gave him a ton of money. Like, it's him, Adrian Palicki. There's a great Yeah, there's, like, a... There is a... A lot of money in that show. Like, Charlize Theron's on next week's episode. Like, hmm. it's really, really good stuff. But, um... Really, really excited for the David S. Pumpkins giveaway. However, the news that I'm coming out that I'm not that excited about is The Last Jedi. Apparently, the runtime has been revealed at 155 minutes. The Whoa. longest Star Wars movie yet. That's Two awesome. Two hours, 35 yeah. minutes. Yeah. That means that we're going to I'm going to see that movie like five times. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I have faith that this movie is not going to... Heard. I, I think it's going to tell a deep story. I'm hoping... It's going to be 75 minutes of porgs. <laughs> yeah, probably. 
I mean, I'm excited for this movie. Uh, I do have a description of a scene, though, from our, our insider, our Game of Thrones guy. La, 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 Apparently, la, la, la. in the showdown with Ray, Luke, la, la, and Kylo, la, 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 Ray gets la, taken la, down la, and damaged for a moment, listening. and Luke straight Not up horse-class people. All right, that's listening. the end. That's the end right there. That's it. We're, no. we're done. We're done. Okay, you're good? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't hear a damn thing. That was well done. So, but I and we know that this guy's arrival, so I believe it. Uh, one show that I did get to see the advanced premiere of, and if you guys want to screen it, talk about next week. I have Gifted that leaked online. Really, really, really good. The X Men show from Fox. If the, if they can keep up with the pilot, if it's not one of those shows that falls off immediately, that's going to be one of the hit shows of the season. Okay, it's that good. Like for characters that I didn't care about, Polaris is now one of my new favorite X Men, and Blink as well. But I always liked Blink. Mm-hmm. I love teleportation. But really, really excited for that one. Is that a show you guys think you're going to give it a chance? I, yeah, I want, yeah, give it, give I want to give it a chance because Fox has shown that for whatever they do in the movies, they can somehow put together a better TV show, oddly, um, especially when it comes to the pro- you know some of the Marvel properties. Yeah, I really like Legion. Yeah. I, I just, I'm waiting for it. I, 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 will, I want to give it a chance. I don't like some of the casting choices they've made, but um, I'm more than happy to give it a chance. Want to move on to another quick giveaway with a little bit of a hidden prize. For those of you that are Simpsons fans, this is an itchy and scratchy bobblehead. They fight, they fight, they fight. Uh, This is quite old, but it is brand new in the container. It's never been opened. So it's an itchy and scratchy bobblehead. The itchy and scratchy show, yes. So for those of you that uh, would like to win the itchy and scratchy bobblehead, this is a deep cut Simpsons trivia question. Keep in mind, I'm not a big Simpsons fan, but I know this one. Tell me, what were the three toppings Homer Simpson tried to put on a donut? In the Quickie Mart to win the Itchy and Scratchy Bobblehead, the three items Homer Simpson tried to put on a donut at the Quickie Mart on an episode of The Simpsons. Oh, man, I love The Simpsons. I'll accept even two of them, and you'll get the bobblehead for that one. So th- get those right to win the bobblehead. So moving on into our last section of Quick Hits here, I do want to say that Teen Wolf, one of my favorite shows for the past six years, wrapped up sadly as I sit here and read my bestiary. It was one of the best series finales I've ever seen. That show was on for six years? Yeah, but they talked about rebooting it in the future, and unlike most series finales where they either close things off or piss you off, they they wrapped every storyline up perfectly, left it open-ended so they could reboot it with the characters that were in it now, or bring in new characters, like the writing was that strong, and just really, really well wrapped up. It, like, it, it, I love it when a show knows that they're ending and they're allowed to write that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where you see shows like Heroes or Alphas that ended on cliffhangers because they didn't know. So really, really happy with the way that, that one wrapped itself up. Um, just moving on here quickly. Um, rumored Green Lantern in Justice League. They're saying that his armor floats around his body and can form itself mm-hmm. like so. Just give him a suit. Just, just give him just, a just give him a suit. suit. Give him a fabric give him, suit. Give him a suit. Just give him a suit. Just don't give me the white D- Don't Don't make the super suit green. <laughs> I'm excited for that. But um, just And moving on to the poll of the week before we get everybody out of here. My poll of the week this week is the Oz Effect Part 2, the lenticular covers. It's a really strong story. What line. an awesome cover. What an awesome Amazing. cover. And did you see the trailer they dropped for Doomsday Clock? I didn't watch Jeff it. Jeff John's talking. Oh, my God. I didn't watch it. Dude, the lenticular for that one is Rorschach's face. And then when you shift it, is the ink becomes the Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman logo. Nice. So really excited for that one. But my poll is the Oz Effect Action Comics 988. I liked it. I wasn't really on board with the... I wasn't on board with Jarrell as Dr. Oz or whatever his name is. But... Um, and this is spoiler heavy, so I did think I buy it now that 
he didn't die on Krypton because Dr. Manhattan plucked him out of the timeline. Oh. So I buy that. I'll take it. I've changed my mind on Dr. Oz. But speaking of Oz or Mr. Oz, what is it? Mr. Oz. Mr. Oz. Yeah. It's Jarrell. Speaking of, my pull of the week was Detective Comics, which is Action Comics, sister comic, but had direct fallout from the Oz effect because earlier in Detective Comics, Tim Drake was killed, but not really. He was no, plucked, he was plucked away. Yes, Lewis won and again. He got the donuts. Sorry. There you go. He was uh, So Tim's been gone for a long time, the Red Robin. He's been gone for a while. But he woke up in this prison, and it turned out to be Dr. Slash Mr. Oz's prison. And he's just explaining to him why he's there and why he took him. That's it. I'm just happy to see my boy back. They rewrote his uh, New 52 origin because it was horrible. But they kind of just set everything back to the way it was before that. Happy with it. Nice. And just before we wrap things up here, one more quick tip. I just want to say that these awesome canvases that you see are made by our 16-year-old fan in Canada, Jaden Mitchell. If you want these, go to Canvas Creations on Facebook. You pick any 30 covers that you want of a comic book, you pick a center image, and he makes these incredible canvases. He offers them in all kinds of sizes, all kinds of great options. So check those out. But one last giveaway before we get out of here. In honor of Batman Day that was this past Sunday, which was taken over by Harley Quinn, we have this awesome variant edition of the Harley Quinn 25th Anniversary Special and this pink Harley Quinn pop. To win this lovely little Harley Quinn package, pretty easy one. Tell me what Harley Quinn's daughter likes to play with. Tell me what Harley Quinn's daughter likes to play with, and you'll win this nice copy of the 25th anniversary edition. And pretty easy question. So we're gonna get out of here. Dibs and <laughs> Lewis calls on those. We'll see if you can get it, my friend. Hit the Google search on that one quickly. So before we get out of here, guys, any quick hits? Kingsman 2, I've seen it. Did you guys? Nope. It was great. Like p- People are like hating on it in the reviews. It's like, you have to go into Kingsman just expecting some ridiculous no, yeah. stuff. Like, Elton John has one of the best parts of this entire movie. Okay. It's so good. Like And it answers the questions of like how everybody survives and stuff like that the right way. I, there was a couple parts where I teared up, and it set up the third one perfectly. Like, it's, actually really good movie. This is like, it's like John Wick. It's like that movie that came out of nowhere that you're just now thoroughly invested in. Uh, just because it is, and he's married to the Swedish, like he's still with the princess chick, yeah. which is like that's a whole running part. Yeah, he doesn't want to become a royal member of the family. And stuff, there you so. go, absolutely. Uh, I got one thing. I know the Russo brothers have moved over to sci-fi, and they're Ooh, doing yes. an adaptation of an image comic that I really, really enjoy called Deadly Class. So I just want to see how that pans out. And I got some other comics that I'm just going to throw up here in the comment section for you guys. So we'll just do some giveaways for those. I got a great Power Rangers, the first appearance of Ion, a Justice League 3000 number one, and a Blue Lantern variant. And for those ones, it's just going to be the first person to comment which one they want. Go crazy in the comments. Green Lantern, Blue Lantern, Green Ranger, Justice League. Comment below, and we'll get those out to you next Saturday. And all weekend long, we'll be doing some great comic book giveaways on Nerd Herder. But as always, check out our sponsors, Comic Skin. They make these incredible plastic cases that you see that we display our comics in every week. Screw sending them out to get graded. We can always go with comic skin. And other than that, make sure you check us out on Nerd Herder every week here. We're usually here on Fridays, sometimes on Thursdays, depending on our schedules. Next week, we have comic book men's Mike Zapsit coming to us live from Kevin Smith's secret stash in New Jersey. Make sure you stay tuned for that one. We're going to have an exclusive pop giveaway courtesy of Mike for that one, too. 
That's going to be really, really good. Make sure you tune in next Friday for that one. This week's episode of the Get Your Geek On podcast, I've been Chuck Kiewatz. I'm Robert Dokes. And then Arsenio. Make sure you guys have yourselves a week. Sound off in the comments as below, and we'll always be here for you next week. Have a good one. Thank you.